stick on site. Stick on site. Hey, hey, Rush. Don't go away. Don't blow your vape. Go away. (laughs) Shoot. You get nicotine out. Hey, you can't talk. (laughs) What is that? It smells like um, like lollies, right? Pineapple. There's pineapple flavor. Does it have nicotine? Show them. Show them the vape. Rush. Rush. Give it. Give me the vape. Give me the vape. Okay. Are you guys ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Are we doing a test? Okay, we'll no, we, we're on. We're on. Oh. We're actually, we're rolling. Wait, what's Hello. that button? The blue one? Just let Toby hit it. Okay. Uh, okay, Janie. Okay, here we go. We're rolling. All right, so... This is for Clementine and Otis. All right, this episode is brought to you by Kingpin Skate Supply. Go to kingpinstore.com. That's K-I-N-G. <coughs> the vape is making me cough, man. Last one, Joda. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh my, oh my god. So, go to kingpinstore.com. That's K I N G P I N S T O R E.com and check out their range of boards, hardware, wheels, apparel, and shoes. Shoes for days, Marlon. Shoes for damn days. Shoes for days. Um, yep, yeah, so when you're at checkout online, go and use THT code. You'll get 15% discount. And, like, don't pay full price. Like, just get the 15% discount by using the THT code. You're crazy if you don't. They give free shipping for orders over 25 bucks within Australia, but they also ship worldwide and they do it pretty quick. Also, a big shout out to Crush Organics CBD oils and topicals. Uh, go to their website, crushorganics.com. That's K R U S H O R G A N I C S. Dot com suss out their range like this stuff is the best for recovery reducing inflammation it makes you relax it really helps you sleep as well it has no thc in it so there's no psychoactive ingredients it's not going to get you like stoned but it's definitely good for you know your muscles and your cells um and when you're at checkout use code tht for a 40 percent discount 40 percent makes a difference lastly indosol long-time supporters of the show uh, especially if you're in the USA right now, um, the weather's warming up, so get a pair of Indosols just in time for summer. Use the code THT at checkout, and you'll get that 15% discount, and you'll be cruising in your Indosols. Terrible happy talks. Today's guests are Toby Wilson, Will Morgan and Jonas Sullivan. Recently, Will hit me up at the skate park and said, hey man, on your podcast you said that young people need to be given a voice, so how come you haven't asked me and my friends to be on the show yet? (laughs) And I was like, oh he said something like that, along those lines, right Will? And you know what, he was right dude, like he fully called me out and I was like super impressed by it, so thanks man. Um, And it's true. So, here they are, Will, Toby and Jonah, uh, all on the cusp of adulthood, in love with skateboarding, hanging out with their friends and inspired to leave their markers as they come through as the next generation of, of chargers in their local area. For me, watching them skate and hang out with their crew, um, I just feel myself being filled with a sense of sentimentality for days gone by 
and they stoke me out and inspire me to keep skating and progressing even at my age. So thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Appreciate that. Welcome. Um, Love you, Shannon. Thanks. Oh, stop it. Just don't blow your vape shit in my face. <laughs> Fuck off, Jonah. My goodness, Jonah. Well, that was me. Jonah, have you ever seen that movie, Summer Heights? Oh, that show, Summer Heights High? Yeah. No, Jonah? I've never seen Jonah it. Jonah from no Tonga? Way. Jonah from Tonga. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, you Puck would, you. Puck you would you be miss. the number one bully to me, bro. It would be unstoppable. Fuck you or chut you. They made T-shirts saying, like, That's sorry, Ranger and stuff. I got... I, Bro, I can't. Dude, I, I can't believe anyone call you a ringer. I know. Um, but anyway, saying. <laughs> I'm not finished reading the bio. This is bullshit. Grow up, everyone. So today, I'm just kidding. Today, the boys are with me live and on location at Kingpin Skate Shop to share their journey, experiences, challenges, and hopes for the future. Will, Toby, and Jonah, welcome. Yeah, dude. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank Good you. to be here. Thanks Kingpin Wollongong. Yes, yeah, and the local. Last thing, a huge shout out to this week's co-host, artist, and late flipper, <laughs> and all-round enigma, Mr. Marlon Roche. Thank you very much for having me in the flesh. Now, listen, you three, listen up. How old, how old are you guys? Like, how old are you, Will? I'm 17. I'm 18. And um, I'm 18 as well. Okay, so, dudes, this is good times. Like, do you realise how good this time in your life is right now? Yeah, kind of. Okay, what? <laughs> I don't know, just like I can do whatever I want, I, like in the afternoons. I can just have school, that's it. Yeah. At least two people don't have to go to school because they've dropped out, but okay. finished. So. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, I guess i just say that as someone who's a bit older and, and realised now in hindsight that it was such a special time. And it seems like you guys acknowledge it. So, But I want to get st- stuck into something sort of serious a little bit. This is another motivation for me having you guys on the podcast. Wollongong Council has budget for a skate park. They've got money allocated to build a skate park in town. Now, the Greens political party candidate has said to me, look, the council's not going to spend the money until young people such as you speak up. So hopefully they might hear this and we can take it to them and go, give these guys a skate park. So I'm going to ask you this question. like, Why do you think Wollongong CBD needs a skate park? Um, I mean, we don't really have much. Like, All the spots that we try to film at, they're all crusty and just not really that great so all we have is Mavs and that's been am I allowed to swear on the show no fuck no <laughs> uh, it's it's turned to shit there's rude boy what um I think what like the main cause of the rubbish is people getting rejected from salvos across the road and just dumping their stuff there and then kids think it's cool to break shit so they just break it and yeah then it's all a mess and then we have to clean it up after to skate and then have to make GoFundMes like we've recently done. Yeah. Well, can so, you explain that? Like, what is that GoFundMe that you guys um, started? I mean, Jonah did most of it. So you can talk to Jonah about it. He did mainly everything about it. So I think Jonah can talk to you about that one. Yeah, well, it was actually my dad's idea because I've been to that place, Maz, for years, like three years now, I reckon. And, like, it was built by locals, money spent on it. It was a fun place to hang out. And recently, it's just more and more rubbish comes by. People just see it as a, as a dump, not a place to skate. So, Jonah, can you explain to everyone, like, for those that don't know, like, what is Mavs? Like, explain it. It's oh. a, what is it? It's just, like, local hangout spot. People go there to skate. Pretty much a local skate park. Like, like many people learn to skate there, including me. Yeah, I've seen, I've watched you grow up over the last yeah. couple of years, and you've just gone, like, from strength to strength. But it's, so it's a DIY. Yeah. 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 Okay. And on a on a vacant block. Yeah. Yeah. In, yeah. In like a what's it called car, car park. park. <laughs> yeah. 
Like a disused car park Yeah, yeah Pretty much Like The What is it Mitchell's Fruit Market Yeah yeah Oh yeah Yeah like it Shut place. down years ago hmm. Open space Used for nothing Yeah so can you explain To like say A non-skater Like why, why, why would skateboarders still skate in the street even if they have a skate park built? Why is it important to Community. skateboard? It just, like, shows creativity. Like, you don't need a perfect skate park, perfect ramps to be able to skate. Yeah. You can just find something on the street, set of stairs, and have fun for hours. Yeah. That's, that's the beauty of it, hey? The streets yeah, just offer it. something different, unique. You just can't beat it, you know? And to me, it just looks better. Like, you see a clip at a skate park... Just doesn't look as good as the street. Yeah. Do, would you say that it brings out, like, the artistic component of skate? Yeah, for sure. I reckon it's more artistic. Well, why do you need a skate park, then, if you're going to skate in the streets anyway? Oh. Practice. <laughs> it's a good question. That is, yeah. Um, are, are they two different... Well, I can't, I yeah. there are two Toby. different types of people. There's street skaters and park skaters. So those park skaters would enjoy having the park... Whereas it's still street, but you can't skate street every day. Like you just go to all the spots and get bored of them. Get yeah. kicked out most of them as well. Yeah, that's it. What do you reckon, Toby? Do you prefer street or skate parks? Um, I love a bit of a thrash around a bowl, to be honest, or go rack around a park. But street is very fun. It's probably my most favourite part of skating. Um, it's just because, I mean, you're getting kicked out constantly. There's people thinking that you're destroying property, which, I mean, I've only, on the very rare occasion, I've actually destroyed property. But, um, yeah, you get kicked out, you get threats of arrest and tickets, and, yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a pain in the ass overall, Yeah, it's a pain it? in the ass. Yeah, so, but just going back to Mavs, and like you guys said, unfortunately, like, an area that you guys created off your own bat, pretty much. Not just you guys. There's a few of our other local skaters that have now moved to Melbourne. Yeah. Like like Jared and Brendan and, and yeah. Jordan, those guys. Um, they just did it out, out of a out of a need for somewhere to skate, and it's just turned into like this epic location that everyone just hangs at, right? Yeah. My question to you guys is, and I don't, I don't care who answers it. Like, would you say that you've had some of your like your best teenage memories there? Hundred percent. Well, hundred percent for me because that's where my. Um all my love for, for like photography and videography, like videography started because like Toby called me up one day and was like, come film for me. Like I was just like, sure. And then from that day, I just continued doing stuff with him and that's where I further met and that's why I'm here today. So, because of Mavs. So yeah. Because of Mavs. Yeah. Like it brought you all together. Yeah. yeah. And it brought me to like doing like photography, like filming on like iPhones and then later on filming an actual like six minute whole film of just them skating on like my camera. So, You've kind of answered my next question because I was going to, I'm going to sort of hit you up individually and ask you a bit about yourself. But I'm going to start with you, Will. So, one of my questions I had written down was like, why did you choose to sort of focus more on photography than skateboarding? So, you skate, but you've, you've definitely adopted the photographer role. Um, why? Do you want honest answer or do you want like. Like, it's up to like, you. Well, of uh, course, I want an honest answer. Well, honest answer is because, like, I wasn't when I got into photography. I wasn't as good as skateboarding, so like, I had to find my own way into the like their friend group because I really wanted to hang out with them, and that's why, that's why I got into it. Because I was like, they don't have a photographer. They don't have a fucking what's yeah. my god? They don't have someone filming them. They don't have someone they can personally just DM and be like, come film today, come shoot photos, come do this, and just like help them out with. So that's like, yeah. That's why. 
It's rad, man. It's 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 a rad thing. But you you love skateboarding, and it comes out in your photos. Yeah. One thing I like about you, uh, when we're skating at Rockdale the other week, and I've seen you at Mavs as well. I really like your approach. You like to get up nice and close. Yeah. You like to use fish eyes. Who would you say is like one of your key maybe influences in terms of um, photography? For photography, I don't really have a lot of like main photographers I like. I like company for like people that shoot for companies. I don't really know the name, but like the people that shoot for Last Resort, I find like I love them so much because they do all that fish eye close stuff, all the stuff I do with a lot of light. So it's just like one of the biggest things is probably Last Resort and just like just anyone that does fish eye stuff is like one, one of my main things. So yeah. Man. Like um in the 90s, like skateboarding, like all filming was done on like what we used to, we used to call them a death lens. Like they yeah. were so yeah, fish, yeah, so yeah. so fish eye. Yeah. Like the person just looked bent in yeah. in the house. But like I, I just remember filming even when I was younger, watching people film. Like the photographer would be holding like the VX like right yeah. like this far away from yeah, it, and then get the whole body. Yeah. Yeah, you like that that feel, dude. Yeah, I love like I love just being like close and just being like. Like I know it sounds like it gives me a bit of adrenaline rush, like having to pull away my camera from like two seconds later from Toby like flying his board out, and I just get the perfect shot, and I'm like, oh, let's do more, let's do more. So yeah. yeah. Do Do you like? I mean, you've been doing it probably for a couple of years now, really, haven't no. you? How long's it been? A year. It's been about a year. Yeah. But do you already reflect on the photos you took a year? Oh ago? yeah, hundred percent, hundred. Yeah. So can I ask you? Do you see the value in what you're doing? Yeah. What is it? It's hard to explain. I don't know. I just, I don't know. It's just like, I just like it. Like, I don't really know what you, like, how to explain it. It's just. You like it, but also the value in terms of, like, you're documenting history? Mm. I don't really know. Well, you, you are. Yeah. I, I reckon, I mean, you are. I, it's just like, you're going to look back on those photos that you've t- taken of yeah. these guys, and they're going to look on them too and just be mind-blown in yeah. whether it's a year away or next week or five years, ten years. Like, I just feel like the photos you're taking, bro, are getting more and more special yeah. every single day that goes That's by. That's what I try to achieve because, like, if you look back on the photos I used to take, they just look like just terrible. Like, yeah, Toby, <laughs> Toby, Toby hated them back in the day. Why'd like, you hate him, Toby? I don't know. We kind of, like, I wouldn't say we bullied him into getting better, but we definitely, like, if we knew something needed to be changed, we made it. Change. Yeah, and I always offered to, like, after, like, I showed him the photo, I was like, what do you want me to do? Like, what what do you want me to change about this? And then he goes, oh, well, can you get closer? Can you slow down the shutter speed? Can you make it just look cooler? And I was just like, 100%, and just did it. Like, right. So he's yeah. like, you give him feedback. Yeah, and and I, that's all, yeah, that's also what happened with the filming as well. Like, especially, like, on iPhone clips, I like, every time, even if it's a fail, I go up to him and, like, what do you want me to change about this? And if he says nothing, then I'm happy with it. But if he says you need to change this, I just change what he wants. Is that true? Yeah. 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 100%. I'll, if, he, if he asks me what he needs to change, it's better for me to tell him than to like be like, oh, no, it's okay, then hate the clip. I'd rather just like, if he asks for feedback, just give it to him. It'll make it easier. Because if, if I like what Toby likes and Toby what I like, he likes what I like. So kind of rebound off each other and also for Jonah as well. Yeah, I noticed that. Do you feel like Will's making you a better skateboarder? I mean, him getting more photos, like, and the photos looking better, I'm like, oh, if I learned this trick, it would look so sick. So it makes me learn something for him to take that photo. Like, I'll learn a trick specifically for him to take that photo. I also so, pressure I mean, him to, like, pressure him to some stuff as well. Yeah. Like, a lot of things. 
So you'll come up with ideas for him. Yeah. And, like, and Jonah as well. Yeah, for Jonah as well. Like, he'll just do a simple trick and I'm like, well, can you do this instead? And he's like, yeah. Yeah, Will definitely, like, pushes me to try new uh, and better tricks. Same as Reese, actually. Like, with uh, filming with the VX, like, you look at it and be like, wow, that looks amazing. So try to push yourself even more with bigger stuff, bigger tricks and whatever. Yeah, Jonah, and that's, that's something I actually wrote down about you. So, like, man, I mean, I haven't known you that long, but it's probably been a couple of years or more I've seen you around. I kind of missed you guys when you were young because I was living in Bali for a couple of years, but then I've come back and you guys would have been super young then. But And then I've sort of come in at this funny stage when you guys are really sort of, I don't know, just... I don't know, I feel like you moved into that slot of Jared and Brendan and those guys, you know? Developing. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, it's just rad. But Jonah, one thing I noticed about you, I've just, and I'm not, you've all improved dramatically, but I've just seen a huge improvement in your skateboarding. Like, what is motivating you to progress? Oh, like, <laughs> give me a sec, sorry. <laughs> it's hard, it's hard when you've got a microphone. Well, just like know. skating every day. It becomes addictive. Okay. Like, what, you just don't want to stop. Like, you, once you learn something, you want to learn even more. Okay. And that motivates you just to keep going. And, like, you look at other skaters and be like, they do crazy stuff. And you're like, oh, if I could get to that point one day. And just, like, keep trying. Do you, like, what are your, do you have any goals for skateboarding or aspirations? Like, yeah, I mean, like, I like to get sponsored, same as everyone. Mm. Um, Besides that, yeah, I just love to get sponsored. So that's in the back of your mind. Sponsor me, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Joey. If you're hearing this, you know what I reckon. You guys, I'm like, I don't want your cement, dog. But yeah, that's what you will. You will. That's what Joey would say to you. One day. Yeah. No, it's it's true. I just again, like, I don't know about you, Marlon. Does that resonate with you when you hear these guys say, "I want to get sponsored"? Absolutely. Like, you- is that every skater's? I remember when I was younger, you just want, it's not even about recognition from other people. That's definitely an aspect of it. It's nice to like know that you got a bag of tricks up your sleeve, but there's a part of you that, you know, I don't know if it's about receiving free stuff, but being like recognized as a good skateboarder, a part of maybe a particular team. And because of those things, you can create a drive that I reckon Jonah and Toby and Will are talking about whether it's in skateboarding or skateboarding photography. I think that, you know, the boys are going to find their feet in the Wollongong skate world. And then you don't know where that projects. I mean, like, there's been a f- big handful of skaters from Wollongong who have done some really special things. So, you know, you never know what you guys are going to do and where skating's going to take you. So it may be one facet for the moment, like a sponsorship, but mm. it can take you around the world. So. Do you, ever, do you ever think that skateboarding could lay a foundation for something else? So, yeah. like what? Surfing. Okay. Travel. Travel, yeah, there you go. Yeah. It's anything. Yeah, so like, um, do you, you ever see that TV show, um, My Name is Earl? Of course, Jason oh, Lee. kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, you know the main actor in that, Jason Lee? Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, he was a pro skateboarder in the 90s, like, one of the best, you know, but then just... And if it wasn't for skateboarding, he wouldn't have sort of got into acting, you know. Same with, like, there's a director called Spike Johns. Have you heard of him? Yeah. Won an Academy Award Best um, best Movie for – Best Director for this movie, Her. And he's he's one of the owners of Girl Skateboards. Did you yeah. Know yeah. So when you guys talk about creativity, I don't know, do you realise that maybe it's setting him up for other pathways as well? Well, for definitely for me, it did because um, if I didn't get into skateboarding photography, I didn't, I wouldn't be able to get into like 
gig photography, surf photography, just any type of photography because like it all influenced by people that I know. Like my mate Dean, he told me to come to a gig and I was like, oh, sure. So I came down, just took photos and then I was like, well, I really like this. I get to see live bands and I get to do what I love, like taking photos and also doing what else I love, watching people like play live music and watching people just have a fun time. So, yeah. Right, man. I love it, dude. Like, Toby, I want to ask you a question. Like, um, I'm going to just make an observation here. Don't don't feel creeped out. No, but I, I kind of, like, I've seen you skate. I love how you skate. And, but I see a real athleticism in you, and I feel like you're one of those people that you could have chosen any activity and be good at it. So why did you choose skateboarding and not, like, a traditional sport like footy <clears> or boxing? I mean, I, like I did play footy, and I am, I used to, I, I mean, I am a boxer as well. But um, I remember I was about 12 and it was like, I mean, I used, I did play footy, but I also skated as well. And I kind of just had to choose from one or the other. And I think skateboarding just made me more happy. So I thought it was the best <laughs> idea for me to stick with skating, I guess. That's right. Also, there's no training for skateboarding as well. Yeah, there's no training. To, like, you don't have to do a certain days. It's part stuff. of having fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. So fun first? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say fun first. Fun first. Jonah, listen, man, I want you to tell us about the time you got hit by a truck in Melbourne. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I knew you were going to bring this up. <laughs> like, seriously, break, break, yeah. it, break it down, man. Were you, uh, were full you, detail. Were you drunk? Oh, is your dad, nah. dad going to listen to this? Come Probably on. will. Hi, Dad. Sorry. Um, no, nah, but it was like, <laughs> I reckon one o'clock in the hour, though. It was a pretty hot day. And um, we're just getting this... If you've been to Melbourne, you'd know, like, there's a bike path next to a tram stop. Yeah. And there was this curb, like, right on the tram stop. It's a pretty famous spot. And I was, like, trying a trick over the gutter. So I was going, like, I was going straight down, straight down the pathway. And the same way I was going, a truck just started coming past. And it was So, wait up. You're on, the, you're on the, the tramway. No, no, no. The bike path. So oh, I was like, oh, I there's a footpath next to the bike path. It's footpath hard to explain. Next to the bike. Yeah, okay, so you. I was going straight down it. Yeah. And a trick over yep. to, what was it? The bike path. Which he- also, I forgot trucks and cars can go across there. Ah. So I completely forgot it was a road. And I was with um, Brandon, Renda, and Ty. And they were all yelling out to me, like, stop, stop. But like, I couldn't react quick enough. And, like, next minute, I just collided with a truck, like, oh. <laughs> it like, PTSD. Like, what happens? Are you okay? Are you yeah, um, so the truck kind of hit me. and I, how, I fa- would, how fast I was the truck going? I was going around 20, 20 k's, I reckon. So not too fast, yeah. but reasonably fast. It's yeah. enough to hurt. It hit me in the corner, like, where the mirror is, and I actually broke the mirror. Right, Damn. and I like went. It knocked me over, and I was lucky enough to not go under it. Like I was, I was very close. Apparently, what Brandon said. But um, this guy helped me out. He came over, called an ambulance. Like I washed my hands because I was pretty bruised and scratched up, mm. and just went to hospital and stayed there for three hours. Yeah. But the rest of the trip, I couldn't skate. I could barely walk. Did you didn't hit your head? No, I was very lucky. Dude, very, so very. Lucky. Everyone, like the ambulance came speeding past. Yeah. Like they were going so fast and they're like, you are so lucky. Is that why Renda gave you the town hall 
um, skater of the year? Oh, award? probably. He probably won it actually. <laughs> Yeah, who knows What do you reckon Toby Were you there when he got hit by a truck No but the funniest Like way that I found out about it Was I was um, I was in here with Joey I was in Kingpin with Joey And I remember that day I was going to film My Ender for Pack Lunch 2 It's coming out uh, Coming out soon oh, Nice plug um, dude Well utilised So And I got I get a text from Jonah And it's um, Oh I need to tell you something After I get out of hospital And just didn't reply after that <laughs> So I'm here stressing with Joey. I was like, he's dead. He's going to die. I was like, the kid's dead. Just, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a story after I get out of hospital. So I'm stressing for ages. I call everyone. I call Renda, Ty, um, like Tyler Jeffries, who was on an episode. Um, Brandon, Brandon Callamore called him, called everyone. And after, out of everyone, Renda answers and i'm like what's going on and he goes oh it's crazy it's bro crazy i'm like answer me what happened he goes jonah got hit by a truck and yeah i full i went pale i reckon oh, sure it's one of your best friends man yeah How, how'd your parents react jonah seriously like well i tried calling my mom like that day she didn't pick up <laughs> she did not pick up well, i love you mum, but i don't Come know on. why you didn't pick up your phone so you didn't but, tell him till the next day? Yeah, the next morning we were in this cafe and I just called her and I was like, hey, mum, um, I just got hit by a truck yesterday. <laughs> That's what I said. I, she's like, what? Didn't you come home? I was like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I told her the story and she's like, oh, my goodness. I'm so glad you're okay. Is that how she, she talks? Like she yeah. Says, she says like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> That's just how I think um, my mum talks. I just like big, just yeah. a classic mum. Mm-hmm. Mums are classic. Oh yeah. man, dude! I'm so well. I'm glad you're alive. And I'm I wanna, glad to be here. And I'm, I don't care who jumps in here. Like I want to. I want to ask all of you this question. But while you got the mic in your hand, Jonah, like who would you regard as your greatest like skate influences from Wollongong? Like just guys that are slightly older than you. Oh, it's got to be Ty Jeffries. Ty, yeah. Got to give him that. Well, yeah, no, no. I watched Ty skate. He would just do anything. We'd skate across the street. He would just ollie this seven stair. It's <laughs> like, how do you have the energy to do that? Like, before we started filming with Reese, we filmed this video called um, Hellhound. Yeah, so that cool. was pretty fun. Cool. So, Reese is another friend of yours that films? Yeah, he's yeah. got um, the VX. Nice. He filmed Pack Lunch as well back cool. in what year? 2018. Yeah. 2018. So, t- Toby, you were in Pack Lunch 1. Um, no, I was not in Pack Lunch One. Well, I what, wish I was. What is in Pack, Pack Lunch One? Like, what is it? Like, for those that don't know, um, like Pack Lunch was a video filmed by Reese Kelly. Um, it was kind of like, so it was kind of like a Jared Reese and um, Reese Kelly. I reckon with a, um, it's a, it's called Gong Heavy. So like people filming, like most filming in Gong. Um, Pack Lunch just a video. It was more like a muck around video. I reckon Jared made a lot more serious videos than. Reese did. Yeah. Reese had a lot more like silly clips in there, like running parkour. Mm. Like, yeah, I think there was one weird part in well, there one was of that, his videos. That, yeah, that guy that had the part and he did like, he like bombed the hill on a skateboard, then did a cartwheel. Yeah. And then didn't like, did like a 360 over a, yeah. a ledge, like, or tucked and stuff. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Pack Lunch was just like one of his videos that he made and um, that was, yeah, 2018 that came out. And then, um, we started like so we kind of became like the next 
I mean, next gen group, I guess. Mm. And um, then me and Jonah bought a VX and then he started coming out and filming more. So then as we started filming, we, we, we would make jokes about, hey, pack lunch too. And then it kind of just stuck from then pack Sick. lunch too. That's right, man. I love it. It's so good. I mean, you're leaving legacies, dudes. Like these are legacies. Like that, again, that video, those videos are going to mean so much. Like when you're older, okay? I don't know. That's an old man thing to yeah. say, but we try. That's right. We try. But anyway, I feel like this is a good time for oh. Marlon's trivia corner. Oh, my Let's go, Marlon. What do you got for us today, Marlon's trivia corner? Trivia corner. I'm gonna deliver some questions. Are you ready? <laughs> Wait a second. You want music on or off for this? Now we'll go. We'll go. We'll fade yeah, the music. We'll go yeah, background music. Now listen How we're going to do this Like it's going to be The, the next gen First me First old gen Right So old gen. Oh that, that's Dude get, yeah. the, get the fuck off my podcast No I'm just kidding uh, <laughs> hey. I'm just kidding Now listen What we're going to do is If you guys Want to jump in Whoever jumps in first Your buzzer is that blue one So press it SSBSTS So you've got the SSBSTS The one the only jump So press it again Give us a test go SSBSTS Alright that means you guys have jumped in You get to answer it yep. Alright and if you don't answer it I get a, a shot at it for the points Okay ah. But I, I didn't tell you though Like if you guys win One of you gets a t-shirt Because I've only got one left uh, True <laughs> The and ultimate if, prize And if I win you get I don't to know keep man the You just gotta like Keep the vape away from me forever 15 push ups I've got to jump in with this one you Guys I'm like I don't want your cement dog okay. Alright Marlon's Trivia Corner Right, are we ready? Okay, let's go. Alrighty, so in this week's of Marlon's um, trivia, we've got a section um, tricks of the trade. <coughs> Actually, wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh, you can be judged to see who got in first. Okay, so we've got we've got rush, rush, rush on rush, the rush, eagle rush. eye. Okay, don't try. Just no, just watch. Just like you'll hear it. Okay, sorry, go. Rush will make the call. All right, so here we go. We've got tricks of the trade. So after Brian Lottie invented the big spin, which H Street team rider gave the trick its name inspired by a scratch-off lotto ticket? Was it Ocean Howell, Ron Allen, Alfonso Rawls, or Colby Carter? Guys, I'm like, I don't want your cement, dog, but... That's me. I'm going to say Ron Allen. <laughs> Incorrect. No. Damn it. You guys go. Oh, there's a click. SSBSTS. What were the answers again? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I suck at these. So the names are Ocean Howell, Ocean Ron Allen, Ron Allen, Alfonso Rawls, or Colby Carter. What do you reckon? Ron Allen. Ron yeah. Allen. I said Ron Allen. Oh, wait, I'm going to uh, say sorry, Alf- fuck. <laughs> sorry, uh, I'm going to say Alfonso because that sounds sick. Alfonso is correct. No, oh, yeah. Yeah. God damn it, I was gonna say Alfonso rules. Nice try. Okay, Shannon. go again. That's one point. Who's keeping score here? Can you thank you, legend? Yeah. Lani. Man, I'm never vaping again, man. My chest is killing me after that. It seriously gets the skate memory as well. <laughs> Alright, let's go. Alright, so we've got names and nicknames. Whose nickname is Urina, which directly translate as urine in Portuguese. Oh. Um, is there any? Is there any like multiple choice? Unfortunately, not. It's kind of a random name. <sighs> I've definitely heard it. 
Say it again, Urena or Yuri. Ur- Whose nickname is Urena, which directly Urena. translates to urine in Portuguese? That could be the. Oh, yeah, could be a Portuguese could be a clue. It's actually yeah. really, I have no idea. Skip, I, I'm Brazilian. Skip. It's Nilton Neves. Oh, really? No idea. Okay. No clue. No, Who is okay, that? next question. All right, next question. We've got. We've Ooh, got. Suck at this game. No, I don't, did anyone win that one? No, We've got some, no, no, no that's it. to you. It's it's a, zero yeah. to me. All righty. So here we go. So we've got some footy tape. What was the name of the 1995 deluxe tour video that shares the same name as ACDC song title? Is it Ride On, Shoot to Thrill, Are You Ready, or Lion? It's SSB, it's cement, dog. But like, <laughs> he's like, who got that? I reckon that was Shan, actually. Oh, oh. simp. Did you answer? Sorry, what was? Give me the multiple choice again. Multiple choice again. All right, I, so, I think I, I think I know it. So we've got um, we've got ride on, shoot to thrill. Are you ready or live wire? Guys, I'm like, SSB. Right on. SS- that sounded like Toby got in first. However, Shannon got it correct. Yes. Oh, in your face, Stephen. Stephen. In oh. your face, next gen. <laughs> All righty, here we go. This is a, this is a good Unfair. one. This is a good okay, one. I'm ready. Tricks of the trade. Who had the first documented trick on the 20 stair yes. El Toro handrail in 1998? A frontside lip slide. Heath, catch up. Oh my goodness. That is the right answer. No oh. way, dude. You cheated. That was rigged. Wait, how do you know that, Toby? Because you cheated. Oh, I know Heath, catch up, dog. I believe that. I thought it was, I was going to say Jamie Thomas. I thought you guys had a sleepover. Jamie Foy. Yeah, Jamie Foy fronts like crook that. <laughs> <laughs> Nuge ollied it first, first I, try though. He did, I think didn't we've got he? And the crazy. photographer messed it up the first time. Someone should so have to do it again. Kink on that for Jamie Foy. Crazy. All right. Oh, damn. How many more questions you got? Here we go. Here we go. I reckon let's go one more. Maybe one we can more. jump into some more later. So, okay. Um, oh, this uh, this one's kind of good, but kind of random. Which photographer poached photos of Danny Way's famous helicopter jump in 1997, then donated the photos to Thrasher before Trans World Skateboarding went to press? You guys, I'm like, I don't want your... Sub- wasn't Mike Playback. It was not. It was not. It starts with a D. It's a three-name name. Dan. Do you guys know? It's hard. I don't know, eh? It's kind of random. I think Blayback actually shot it legit, but Mm -hmm. I don't know who actually poached the shots. Because I remember that, but it's... This is hard. The poacher... Yeah. ...is Daniel Harold Sturt. No. Funny name. Sounds like a poacher name to me. No shot. And I think that's the end of Marlon's Trivia Corner. Good job, Marlon. Oh, the boys won. Who's the winner? Give us a free shirt. They get two... I think the winner... Who won? I think the winner might have to be... I think I just jumped in the most. You, you cheated on the Heath Kirchhoff one, though. I feel Toby, it. I feel yeah, I may have Toby known it. might have been scared. Yeah. All right, I'll give one of you a T-shirt. Size extra small, by the way. 15. Anyway, That's Jonah. Yeah, it's Jonah. <laughs> Jonah's extra small. And listen, Pocket size. question open to you guys next, Jen. How old were you when you got your first mobile phone? Year eight, Year maybe eight. for me. Okay, what, so 14? What about you, yeah. Will? You fall, but 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 it was a little flip phone. No, little Samsung phone that only had my mum's contact on it. Okay, classic. And my dad's. What are you, Jonah? I was the same. Like in year five, I had that little flip phone. Yeah. And you had to like press the button three times for that one letter. Yeah. It took. My mum was like, "Why didn't you ever message me?" I was like, 
it takes me an hour to send <laughs> one sentence. But nah, after that, I didn't get like a smartphone to maybe year eight. But I see like little kids walking around, like five years old, with an iPhone triple X or whatever. It's like I got a, I got a proper phone in year seven, but it was a hand me down. So like, why do you I was need going that? Going to high school. Right. Yeah. And I need to know where my mum could drop me off to school. Yeah. Pick look, me up. This is a legit question. Like the reason I ask it is because, like, how do you feel about mobile phones? Like, do you feel like you could live without your phone, a smartphone? No. No. Actually, you, mm, yeah. You could. Yes. Yes. Because no. I know. Yes, Toby's no. number off by heart, but I don't want to say it. So <laughs> I don't know. Yours. I, could, I could call him on like little like Telstra things, Telstra boxes. They're free now. Yeah, I know. How good's that? Dang it, my mate called me the other night yeah. on them. He's like, "Oh, what? Yeah, they're both free. So it's free phones now. You can that make... defeats the purpose of a payphone. Exactly. They shouldn't be called payphones. They're really right. good quality though. Someone called them junky phones. I don't know why. That's a great name for them. There's usually suspicious happenings. Of inebriated, yeah, because after those kind of after you call on it, boots. they don't record the message. Like they don't, there's no any like evidence of what's been said on there. So right, so there's no caller ID either. No, oh, there is like the phone number for it, but yeah. like it's hard to Shit, yeah. sounds sketchy. It might be yeah. a portal. Yeah, hmm? what? yeah, a portal. Yeah, to, like, yeah. Like, mm. Nava- like I mean, what is it, Narnia or something like that? Mm-hmm. No, like Doctor Who. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. Did you ever watch that? Courtney has a who. Of course, I kind of feel like you would have watched it. No, dude, I went through like multiple doctors and stuff. Yeah, you're a bit of a science guy, sci-fi guy. I like I like a bit of sci-fi flavor, a bit of bit of Star Trek, a bit of Star Wars. I'm watching heaps of alien stuff. There's something on Netflix called Ancient Aliens. Aliens, good. Alien, yeah. I'd love to see it. Seen Alien? Yeah, I watched the. I went when it got like around Halloween time. They put all the film, the old films on the. In the movie theaters, I went to watch Alien. It was so good, and you liked it. That's I love a, Aliens; like one of my most favorite movies, especially the, the first one. That's a nineties movie. Yeah, and it's one of my favorite movies. Me and my my brother floss over it like it's his favorite thing in the world. Yeah. How do you guys feel about social media? Like, um, I guess my question is like, is it a is it something that you're using every single day? Yes. Every day. Yeah. Yeah, Jonah. Yeah, I definitely use like every day, but I feel like it's a good thing. Like. Why? Well, it can be a good thing and a bad thing. Like, for skating example, you can post your clips on there, like, to get you known. Mm. Yeah. You want to be known? Or you want yeah. to get sponsored? Well, like... You want to get sponsored? Yeah. You got to get out there. Yeah, like, there's but, no... That's a good way to get yourself out there. But here's a legit question as someone who's coming up, ripping, maybe wants to get sponsored. Do you honestly think that posting... On Instagram is, is going to achieve that Yes because oh, I reckon I feel like there's so many Instagram skaters Like yeah. famous skaters That just post Instagram clips And get themselves sponsored mm. Yeah especially all the Karima stuff Most of them are Instagram oh, skaters yeah. Like every single one is in them has, mm. Doesn't actually have a full part They're just Instagram skaters They just skate the barracks and stuff And skate at parks But would you pre- Okay, who do you respect more, right? an Instagram skater or a skater that actually re- releases maybe two or three? A skater part- releases like parts, maybe so two much. parts a year, but they're quality parts, yeah. like full length feature. Because you can tell they've put time into it. But like with the Instagram stuff, it's just like what me and Toby do. It's like, oh, you want to go skating to get clips? It's like not that hard. Mm. Like, yeah, it's like weird because me and Jonah know like how easily we can get clips like in a day. Whoa, and like how many clips we can actually get? Chompers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we can get like. So many clips in a day So we know how easy it is For them to make Just an Instagram edit 
yeah. and then they can get like a bunch of praise for it. But actually going in the street every day and filming a part, mm. like me and Jonah have been filming for Pack Lunch 2 for months and we know how hard it is. Like we'd spend like a full day to get a trick or some days it would be like, get like four clips in one day or like... And so you're sitting on that footage and not posting it. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And it's also like eager to like just sit on footage. Like if you know like a clip's good, it's like, mm. damn, I got to sit on it. Especially like when I filmed the WG Edge video with them. It was just like, there was so much dedication. It was during that COVID time where school was online. I'd do my schoolwork during the morning. Go to t- like, Toby would text me, oh, I'm at the front and I'll just go in and we'll just be in Gong, in Unidera, in Port Camp, like just anywhere and just get clips. And it was like so much dedication. I legit probably wasted like five months of just skating every day, nonstop filming. Mm. But you can't do that with Instagram clips because it's just like, there's no point. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like if you're an upcoming skater and then you're actually competing with other pro skaters who are putting Instagram clips up every day, like my question is like, are you getting lost in all the content that's available? Yes. And would it be a better strategy to not post? And then when you do, you just drop in well, like a sick edit. Well, like for the thing is like you need to keep, I think like the way of social media works in my eyes is like you need to, every week you need to keep, you need to keep it flowing. You can't just be like, oh, here's a massive post. This is what I've been doing and just drop off. And then, oh, this is what I've been doing because that just doesn't keep your flow going up. It just declines it more because like people won't be keen as much to see like a post every one like every month people are keen to see a post every week or like every day even so yeah mm. what do you reckon Marlon what's Did, your take on man, all that I was just about to ask if I could chime in I think it's really interesting because you're talking about you know you get eager to post clips right and then you're sitting on clips um, but the, like it's a funny balance because even if you spend a year or two saving clips and then you post this part it doesn't just vanish into like the the data world, you know, into the Facebook stream, into you know, is it just scrolled by in two seconds, even though you spent two years yeah. working on it? So, are people going to gauge what you've done in two years or what you've done in twenty minutes with the same kind of value? And I, we were just talking about before. Um, we used to have like premieres in the shops. So, say like when, like you know, cliches, Bon Voyage video came out i remember we were you know like 2015 everyone was in kingpin just sitting here watching the video there was like 20 or 30 of us and we all got to watch it together at the same time but now you might see the clip send your friend a message being like see this yep sick and then that's kind of it so with making a video comes an event almost like a party at times and that is a drive say for me to keep footage and sit on footage because I know what it's like to be a part of a premiere and that's really special. I make hard copy videos, like go out and have a couple of drinks after, you know, nothing serious. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, like, you know, it's, it's, it's an exciting event that you look forward to. And I remember like when Jared and Ben did the dog box video that I got to be a part of, I think they did get main first. And I think that was one of their major premieres and then we had dog box was that a project get get main was 2014 wasn't it yeah it was around that kind of time i'm not 100 percent sure but i know it was kind of just towards me finishing high school um which is 2013 so yeah get main must have been 2014 dog box is then 2015 Mm. and so we had crate diggers i missed the premiere for that unfortunately but um you know so now i'm really excited to be a part of something else say like pack lunch too you know when that comes out because i've 
been there and like you know spent the time filming going out sitting on all of the clips and then knowing what comes at the end of that it's exciting but like i said before there's a part that makes me sad because those once i post that it just vanishes into the stream of you know social media how much visual information there is even if you think about thrasher i think mark johnson said this like when you go on the thrasher website you should have to sit through the whole of wes kramer's crusty by nature part Mm. to even have access yeah. To Thrasher, <laughs> you got to sit there and watch it and understand who he. Because I wonder if you guys mm. have seen Wes Kramer's Crusty by Nature part. Have you guys seen that? I don't know. Here's, so. here's another question: Have you no, seen Have you seen the '90s video, Blind Video Days? Incredible. I'm oh, I'm pretty sure I've seen at least one or two parts of Video Days. As we're talking sure. about Instagram, I've seen it on Instagram. Okay. So, well, the actual whole movie on no, no just a just bit of it. Bits of it. Just, yeah. Okay, here's the next question: Have you seen the movie Plan B? Questionable. Same thing as before. I've seen bits of it. Bits on of it. Haven't seen it. Haven't seen it. Okay, I've seen like bits and pieces from it. No, that's interesting. Have you? Who is Danny Way? What kind of question is I'm that? I'm just yeah, checking. What? I'm just checking. <laughs> Wait, who's that? Nah. <laughs> No, I'm joking. Okay, what company does Danny away own? Did does Danny Way own? Wait, DC? No. no. Oh, okay, you're on the right track. Is it Birdhouse? No. no. That's Tony Hawk. <laughs> no, that's, that's Tony, Tony Hawk. Bow bow. Ask Keenan all these I'm questions. Not, I'm, I'm just, I am just trying to like. It's, it's, when I when I hear Danny Way, don't be embarrassed. I, I hear his DC part. I just like see his DC yeah. part. It's funny. Danny Way was my first ever like favorite pro skater when I was like nine. Yeah. Danny Way was like a street skater and a Yeah, dude. Did, yeah, you're on it. Yeah, so so yeah, like Keenan knows probably more yeah, than Keenan like, knows the history because his dad's a skater. Sick. But yeah, I mean DC wouldn't be DC without Danny Way and Colin McKay. Yeah. People used to think it was Danny and Colin, but it was actually Draws Clothing. And it was Danny Way's brother started it. But anyway. I just thought I'd check because like Pretty influential videos, those ones, in terms of, like, street skating. But Danny Way was actually a vert skater as well. Yeah. 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 I know him mostly for vert skating. And I know Colin McKay was pro for Plan B. Yeah. 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 He was, like, one of the original Plan B guys too. But I guess, like, in terms of the history of skating, would you say that was, like, one of the most influential videos of our generation? Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. Of, the, of, of, of this time? Oh, man. it's I mean, the, Of the modern era? Yes, I would agree. Of modernity. Shannon, I've got a question for you. Oh, no. Go on, go on. What's your thoughts on Mouse? Oh, Mouse is like one of my favourite skate videos of all time. Go on, run it. Go on, run it. You've, you've seen it? Yeah, it's like one of my favourite videos. I've got it on VHS, I think. Yeah. Okay, well, what do, you like about, what do you like about something? I mean, that was made in the early 90s. It's just... Or mid-90s. I hate the word, but it's just core. Like, it's okay. just skate core. Yeah. Like, I would agree. It's just like raw, it's just nice, it's like it's disgusting, but it's just beautiful. Like, <laughs> I get it, man. Like crusty the, as hell. In the like, streets. Yeah. Do you yeah. know who do you know who made that movie? I just know I just know I've watched who, it plenty of times. Well, Spike Johns directed that yeah. movie and he's now a like Academy Award winning director. Yeah. And so this is what I mean. Like it seems like skateboarders uh, a lot of really interesting people are born from skateboarding, and I feel like you guys are on the cusp of that stuff as well. So I don't know. I just thought I'd bring that up. Yeah. Listen, man. Um, I just want to ask just quickly about the social media. One more thing about it is like, what is your go-to social media? Is it just Instagram? Instagram. Just Instagram. Not yeah. Snapchat. Snapchat. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Snapchat's good for like texting. What do you use it for? Texting. Like Jonah. <laughs> okay. Texting people. Why don't you just text them like normal text though? Like, why do you have to have to do it through Snapchat? I don't know. If I'm on there, I'll just text him. But if I'm not, I just call him up. 
because mm. I have him on my favourites. So you got multiple platforms. Yeah, I've got multiple platforms to contact this man. So if he yeah. hangs up on my calls on <laughs> phones, I'd rather just call. I hate when. Me and Joe like first back became friends. He'd always call me on Snapchat, and it was so annoying. I was like, "You have my phone number. Just call me." It's so annoying when people call me on Snapchat. It's stupid. Don't call Toby on That's Snapchat. That's why I know because it gets him alerted. Call him. Toby on Snapchat. What call is his number? What is Snapchat? No. What is it? I don't know. I just miss Snapchat, and I just miss TikTok as well. I don't really. No, I, I don't get TikTok. When you dance, do you know what TikTok is? Yeah. You dance. Yeah, you just dance. Like you can also you make skate edits, edits on there. Yeah. Jonah's a TikTok oh, boy. And you are. You are. Really Toby. Toby's a TikTok dance, boy. Dance, no, I am not. Dance, no, dance, you can. Dance. There's a whole on TikTok. There's a whole. Ass, there's a whole ass skate community on there. Okay. Yeah. So what, you just Aiden you, you can only post short. You can only post short clips. You can post a lot. Is it just like a reel on Instagram? Yeah, okay. that's where they, that's where the Instagram got they copied Scrolls. it, and it just loops. Yeah, that's what Instagram got it from. So I should get these two on the podcast then. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's interesting. Now, listen, I want to ask a, a few other big bigger picture questions, not really about skateboarding. And 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 uh, Marlon, feel free to weigh in here. I'm ready. But I just want to ask you, um, what is climate change? Ooh. Jesus, um, you guys got this. Yeah, uh, I mean The this ozone layer mm-hmm. And you're on the right track Jonah you got anything for us I haven't like Learned anything about Climate change Okay Since like Year Year 8 baby Okay But like I remember Learning About the South Beach Sand dunes Or something like that Like That's the cool. sea levels Are rising mm-hmm. Yeah mm-hmm. Yep yep He's from right. the climate change. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. I'm not. I'm not, and I'm not trying to make a mockery or be a smartass. Like, no. I just think it's it's really interesting. I want to hear what where you guys are at with it. You know, is it relevant to you? Do you? I mean, let's be completely real. Like, do you give a shit about it? Yes, you do. Yeah, because we're slowly killing our earth. Okay. And like, I want to be on this thing. I want to keep on taking photos and hanging out with Jonah and Toby and everyone. <laughs> yeah. So I might as well like not Aww. kill it. Aww. Yeah, Aww. exactly. But, I mean, have you? Do you, have you? Have you actually? Taking the time to research exactly what's yes. going on. Okay. Only at school. I was in a at school. At school I was in a yeah. rally one time. Yeah. I was in a climate change rally with La. Were you? Yeah, I that's think nice. like year nine. I think she did it. Where did you guys yeah. walk? Yeah. <laughs> we went from. It, um, I see it. I don't. We went from. <laughs> not all, not most of We went from Sorry, that La. thing down there. I forget what it's called. The big thing with the brown bricks. What's that place called again? I forget what it's called. What place? Down that way, oh, we Joni big flips. Um, they'd stairs. The um, end of yeah, a WG. Yeah, I know, I know what the place is, but like I don't. We know walked what from the there is. to the lighthouse, and then we had a massive discussion on climate change and okay. um, and all that stuff. All right, ne- next. Yeah, we took IPAC. We went from IPAC to the beach. Joni did big flip IPAC. Didn't you? What did you do? You fake your full cab. Oh, that's the one. That's sick, Jonah. Well Excellent. done. Well done. I'm so glad that truck didn't kill you. <laughs> this is the next thing. So, okay, next question. Like, what's your opinion on COVID? I'm over it. You're over it? Not Somehow I've skipped COVID. Not that bad. This Are you whole way. About no, I'm not worried about it. I've got the vaccine. Go. Oh, do you, you want to? You, you, go. you finish, well, Toby. You, you go. Uh, I've, I've skipped COVID somehow this whole time. I've just not had it. Mm. Or I've had it and just didn't know. Did you have to isolate at any point? Uh, my brother got COVID. I had to isolate, which that was pretty annoying. But um, yeah, I just haven't. It's it's kind of like 
I knew that it wouldn't go away. Like it, it's not going to go away for a while. I know it's going to stick around. But I reckon it's gotten mostly... It's gotten to a common cold at this point. Just like you isolate for a bit. Most of the people I've heard, they've got a slight cough. Like Kieran got COVID and he only said that he had like a slight cough and mm. like a, a blocked nose. Yeah. But I mean, in extreme cases, people die, but... You're not worried about it? Um, I mean, if I get it, it'll suck. But I mean... You're I'm not worried for a lot of older people and children. Mm, that's very cool. How, how do you guys feel about the lockdowns that we had when we were? I actually got to me. Um, I actually loved it. Okay, why? I, like, why? got to stay at home, go skating, go film, go take photos, mm. um, and that's really got to have short classes. And then yeah, but like when it was at the peak of like COVID and lockdown, I, I hated it so much. Like, just having to stick inside and just do nothing just, like, fucked me over completely mentally and physically. So, yeah. yeah. I can imagine. When it was lockdown, I actually feel like that's when I improved my skating. Like, I was going Mavs every day because mm. that's the only place you could really go. Yeah. But um, I actually kind of enjoyed it because I was still working maybe three days a week and getting the COVID payments. Oh, yeah, cool. Okay. So, like... I was going pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're pretty lucky to have that, you know. Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I must admit too, I was a little bit the same. Like, I, I me and because I was skating with you know Chef Matt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, him and I just went. You know what? We can't do much, and he wasn't working because he couldn't, and he's opening up a new business, and he's like, "We're just going to skate every day," and we would. We were just like every day, just and I skated the most I I had in like years. So, you know, that was one bon- you know benefit of it. But yeah, I think we milked the essential exercise. <laughs> Uh, aspect of it a lot Do you think we social distanced? Important. No I, oh. n- we, we definitely said Oh yeah we're so Like if like cops came Like yeah we're social distancing But no Yeah No way I guess I mean yeah. I did enjoy um, COVID payments as well That's Yeah I, mean, I didn't get them But yeah That is a good thing We're lucky I think it, it's interesting You guys talk about You know um, Mavs and how much You guys love Mavs And then a question That Shannon posed Earlier today Was you know Like why would we need A new skate park when you guys are so happy <clears throat> to skate at Mavs. And, I mean, I did have someone come in here um, from some sort of... I'm not sure. I, th- I think you spoke to her from some, from some sort of government body. But she was asking, like, if I wanted to, you know, propose a skate park to the council, what's a good way of going about it? And I said I suggested, you know, maybe doing something different, such as, like, a plaza, which isn't necessarily different around the world... Like, you know worldwide however it would be different to the format of skating that we have here so we've discussed like you know transition skaters who like to skate ramps bowls half pipes etc um where we might be a bit more interested in the general architecture that's you know found in you know very contemporary skateboarding um and there's people who push those limits say an example like chima ferguson you know ollying down these enormous sets of stairs those things wouldn't be built at skate parks as well. So, but I think Mavs is, is so successful because it was built by a bunch of people who built it the way they want. So maybe we need collaboration. Mm. Maybe, you know, some, you know, like I feel like a lot of us wouldn't necessarily have the ability to like design a skate park, but maybe a conversation about what, you know, would accommodate for your guys way of skating or the general population of Wollongong's way of skating because there's a huge combination of transition and street skaters so you know where's where's the middle mark and I think that's an interesting conversation that can be had with many different people you're right um I do agree with you like with a collaboration because there has been 
skate parks who have been built by people who somewhat know about skating, but it ended up being not that great. Mm. So mm. it's much better if people make skate parks um, for skaters by skaters. Mm. It just mm. makes it a lot a lot better. So yeah. like in, in, in the sense of, you know, just them, you know, them as in the people constructing the skate park, designing, approving. Yes. Um, you know, like are they just giving people, you know, what they think they want, which is a, you know, in like comma brackets, like skate park. Yeah. Because there's so many different kinds. Like what is it that would facilitate Wollongong skateboarding? What is going to push Wollongong skateboarding? You know, if you think about the amount of parks in America and the level of skating in America, like the caliber of skating in comparison to, you know, uh, you know, the majority of Australian skaters, there is a difference. There's, you know, an Aust- a lot of Australian pros, there's some phenomenal ones, but the amount of pros and the calibre that they skate out in America, I would consider it different to Australia. And why is that? I wonder. There's other... And I mean, like... But, like, we talked about social media as well as a platform for skaters to be put on the map. Like, there are so many incredible skaters who skate at ridiculously professional levels, but they're not necessarily sponsored or recognised. And, you know, I think there's a lot of blind spots in the skate world and, you know, platforms for people to be seen on, Mm. which I think is a special thing because that's what we've been talking about, making videos maybe to be seen, Mm. maybe to document, you know, things we can look back on like 30 years down the track. One of my favourite skaters, um, do you know Versace Plug? Of course. Like... Everyone knows him off Instagram. So that's his Instagram name, so is it? So that is his Instagram so name. This is, this is and he's like one of my favourite skaters, I reckon. Right, and he's, he's only insane. Been, who's he sponsored by? Flytech. Flytech. Which and is a German company. Is he sponsored by Nike? He could potentially be, I'm not sure. And he's yeah, but purely an Instagram skater. Yeah, you've got to go check him out. He like Nolly Hills, these yeah. crazy double sets. Nolly Dolphin double flips. Heels, the double set. Here's a question for you though, Jonah. Would you watch an Instagram clip more than once? Yeah, I'd say I would. would? Okay. 100%, yeah. All right. The reason I ask that is because that's where I'm sort of sort of questioning how much value they have. Because I know what I do. I watch a clip once or even half a clip and I just scroll to the next one. Mm-hmm. You know, unless it catches me straight away. You know, whereas, like, again, when it's a full-length feature film or it's a like a, a proper movie... You know, I'll, I'll, I'll watch that a few times, you know, if it was that good. Yeah. Like, for example, like Chima's part that he released on Thrasher, like that was the first time in a long time I, I probably watched the, that part uh, at least five times. Yeah, I was so sick. You know, it was just because it was like a, he's really – he worked on that for, uh, I don't know, no one Chima probably worked on it for a month. But <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, yeah, but yeah. It, it wasn't. It was, a, it was a culmination of probably like a year or two's worth of footage. Some of those tricks that he did he'd been sitting on for a while, so – Anyway. But I'm sure Chima and, like, their kind of, you know, friend circles, sponsorship circles and just general crew potentially had some sort of premiere. But oh, I miss did. Prems, man. I miss premieres. Let's do a premiere. Let's, well, do, would... let's do a premiere of your um, Pack Lunch 2. Oh, the Pack Lunch 2 premiere is going to be huge. Where are we going to do it? You're hearing it here first. Um, maybe, the, I think Reese said something about the tennis club, maybe. Oh, yeah, tennis club. Yeah. Because yeah, like, that's what they did the first one. Or Master Builders. Mm. So you've got a few, a few locations. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, it's all up to him, really. House. He knows how to. Uh, you got a yeah, pool sure. table. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have a pool, a pool and a pool table. Pool party, so, probably could. Let's drain it. So anyway, bring. I've, I've asked that question many times, and it's always been no. But so bring back, bring back the premieres. Okay, yeah, for sure. That's one thing. 
Um, yeah, that's the main thing I want to say. Anyway, I don't know. anyway listen, uh-huh. I ask all guests to come to the podcast. Oh, no, 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 actually, I'm going to, I'm going to do this now. Listen, I ask all guests to come to the podcast with a cause they want to support or advocate for. And I usually get the guests to sort of talk about a charity or a social enterprise that they're interested in. Now you can do that, but I'm actually going to use this time now and you guys are going to help me that we're going to use this space now to advocate for the building of a skate park in Wollongong. Uh, if you're listening and you live in the area, you need to write letters to the Lord Mayor and, and, and if it, or an email, emails, and just as short as, Dear Lord Mayor, his name's Gordon Bradbury, why haven't you spent the money that's allocated to a skate park in Wollongong CBD? We want it now. And that's, if it just says that and nothing else, and if everyone does that, what it does is it puts pressure on them because they are our servants. They work for us. Okay, and what they'll do is they'll fuck around and they'll they'll create paperwork and they'll delay and delay and delay and then what they'll do all of a sudden they'll spend the money on something else. So the money is allocated, but it's up to us as the people, just like you guys built Mavs and have nurtured Mavs, to make the skate parking Wollongong happen. So yes. if you're listening, write an email to Gordon Bradbury, Lord Mayor Gordon Bradbury, Wollongong Council. Do that. Get it done. Yeah. Do you have the Get email? I'll put a link to that in this episode's show notes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's Perfect. what I'll do. Perfect. So scroll down. And then I want you to reshare it on your social medias and just say, send him, send him like, a, like a one-line email is enough. And just write who you are. Like, you know, this is Will Morgan, 17 years old, skateboarder. Make, it, make a skate park, you fucking dog. Yeah, Jonah. And then like, Jonah. <laughs> exactly. Truck survivor. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Toby, boxer, skater, skater, boxer. I will punch you. The thing I don't understand is like while the Wollongong Council are building all these rocks in the moor, flying trees and whatever, (laughs) spend lots of money on that That when they can spend it on a skate park. Could could you just describe the flying tree a little bit better for me for people who got got burnt down or the one that didn't get burnt down? Are you talking about the floating tree in the moor? How is it floating though? What do you mean? It's attached to a light post. It's attached to a light. So there's a tree. Tree that yep. isn't in the ground and it's attached, attached to a light. Have you seen it? Have you, yeah, he's trying have to describe to the viewers. <laughs> it was near. The, it was near the Christmas tree. And um, also, did you just say it was set on fire? Yeah, it was did set I on fire on New Year's. It was set on, on fire by yeah by um by fireworks. Some dog set on not dog, but he's kind of cool. <laughs> set it on fire with like a whole bunch of fireworks, and then there's a video online of like coppers standing around it, and they're just looking up at it, and they just see this massive flame, just a roach. Yeah. We love the gong, eh? Yeah, we love the gong. So love the gong, but oh, look, oh, my my perspective on those on those installations are a bit different. I know it costs a lot of money and all that stuff, but I do think it, it's indicative of a council just trying to do something different. They were trying to be like that was an art installation. Yeah. That's, that's art, and and art is subjective, you know. So it appeals to some people and some people it doesn't. But there's no other mall in the world that has a palm tree up on a oh, light no, post. A post and the one on the you floor know what right I mean? next to it. I, I know Got to be known for something. Of money, but at least they're. Tr- they're thinking like they're trying to think like that, and that's a good thing. But yeah, like build build a skate park. That's that, the other thing. That's a yeah. very good perspective, Shannon. I don't know. I like I'm, just put, I'm just putting out there. Oh, no, don't like don't, that. don't and, like and that. please don't agree with me for the sake of coming agreeing. from a fellow artist. No, but that, that, that's exactly why I brought it up because it's a very subjective thing. Just as yeah. skate parks are as well. So mm. it's you know it's a funny it's a funny spot. 
It is. I also spending know. a lot of money on building a lot of apartments around Mavs, which is going to mm. make it worse because then the people are going to be like, oh, it's too fucking loud. Well, it's developers. Yeah, developers, and they just want more money, let's be honest. Like, Ma- Mavs has an expiry date, yeah. right? And I mean, yeah. I know it's a bit late to introduce this, but, you know, isn't there a DIY in Port Kembla as well? And there yeah, that's actually, built yeah that's actually been called Port Kembla Skate Park, hasn't it been? Yeah. yeah. I think it's yeah. King George V Park. Yeah. King King George, yeah, the fifth park skate park. Oh, yeah, yeah, they actually got the words. They got the word skate park there. So it's, oh god, which is good. Like, but a bunch of locals put money into it to build and yeah. time and sense of community to build the half pipe. So, you know, I wonder if even just being presented with a slab of cement is enough for people to do yeah. their own thing. Like, is you know, do we need? an enormous skate park or just a big slab in an area that isn't going to upset anybody. Yeah, and then we can do whatever we want then. That's also... Exactly. And we've everyone also will respect it because we built other it. Polished DIYs. Concrete. Polished, though. Yeah. yeah. In the past with other DIYs, Tenno, and there was one in Winuna. People started complaining because people got too drunk at night times, mm. threw bottles around, and then mm. we got blamed for that, mm. and then yeah. moved it down to Balambi, and ever since then so it's they, been perfect. They like, did something about it. Yeah, they. everyone moved down. We all... Built stuff. Me and my brother we went bought bins so people didn't like smash any more bottles and they had a place to put shit away. Saw you so. at Tenno a couple of times, Shannon. Yeah, yeah I've, I, I, don't, I haven't been to the Tenno since I was at uni. Yeah, <laughs> like s- seventeen years ago. <laughs> no, no, Time no. flies, baby. I, I didn't drink any alcohol though. I was, I was no, playing, no, no, I was playing no, no. tennis. Yeah, yeah. No, I wasn't. I was wasted. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no. Beers and tennis are amazing. <laughs> tennis is what? Be- beers and tennis. I've never Fun done fact. it. I feel like Sounds I want to like a great combination. I used to play tennis. Nothing well. serious. Yeah, like. I used to play tennis seriously. Quite talented. Just a gentleman. Me too. Yeah. Right near Fez. Yeah, I used to play tennis yeah. in Wollongong University, and then later on, I didn't like it, so I stopped and then migrated to skateboarding when I was a little. No, no, dude. You found, you found your place, man. You found your people. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. And you guys are just legends, and I'm so stoked. The future looks bright, and I want to know. What are your? I'm going to ask each of you individually. Like, where do you see yourself in five years' time? Will? Um, definitely doing something for a company. Definitely a skating board company in Australia. Hopefully working for Kingping or some other company. And definitely being in uni for photography, art, any art major, or being in TAFE for like even photography, media. Yeah, hopefully media. I've done manager managing in the past for my dad Amazing. and stuff and all that. So yeah. Awesome. What about you, Jana? What's, what's, what do you, where do you see yourself in five years? Well, I'll still be skating, that's for sure. Yeah. Hopefully moved away somewhere. What? I'd like to move out of Wollongong maybe. Travel and bit. something in Hospo because I really enjoy Hospo. My parents grew up, signed their own business, so I'd like to do the same maybe. What's the business? What? Oh, Lee and me, Wollongong. Nice. <laughs> Customer Woo. of the year, Marlon. Marlon, <laughs> that was the worst plug ever. Now I've got to hit them up for free coffees for the rest of them in my life because you've, they've, they've, they've infiltrated the podcast. That's exactly, hit up that's exactly what I want. I don't drink. I've actually quit coffee because it gives me a funny belly. Bubble tea. Yeah, I get, it, I get anxious. What about you? Um, hopefully somewhere around skateboarding. Um, hopefully like Melbourne would be a sick place to live. Yeah. Live with all the boys in Melbourne. Um, yeah. Hopefully working in the skateboarding industry or still skating. Yeah. I know I will be. Sick. Even if it kills me, I'll still skate. Uh, you'll only be 23, mate. You'll be right. Jeez, 23. Yeah. Kind Shit. Of. Well, listen. Um, yeah. yeah, man. All right. Well, it's been so good. Do you want to end on anything? Like, Will's just grabbed the mic. Oh, no. I was just going to say, 
hopefully move to Melbourne as well. Move to Melbourne because the skating community over there is yeah, fucking insane. Oh, well, it's got a good it's got a good scene down there. They've yeah. got so many street spots. So yeah, like I said, you can find this episode on terriblehappytalks.com and also all the major podcasting platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, iHeartRadio, Buzzsprout, Stitcher. I don't know, Podcast Addict, a few others. Mm-hmm. But whatever one you uh, you like to listen to this podcast on, it always helps if you um, subscribe, get a little notification when a new episode pops up. Episodes pop up weekly. Haven't missed a week in about 143 weeks. My goodness. Yeah. So I'm yeah. tired. I'm, I'm sick of talking. That's impressive. That's You're working impressive. hard, yeah. man. You're working I'm just hard. sick of talking to people. Like no, you know, actually, I'm not sick of talking to people. I'm just sick of being deep and meaningful. <laughs> Man, this has been like, pre-pressured into this has been the best. I'm just talking about skating and yeah. Dude, let's just do this every week. Sure. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll have a little weekly show called like the next gen, the next gen's rules or something like that. I'd be keen for that. Yeah. I don't know, Marlon. segment. Yeah, yeah. I'd yeah. be here. I don't know. Do you reckon we need to improve Marlon's trivia? I think his yeah. questions are too hard. God, God, yeah. Damn it. I mean, yeah. I reckon Marlon should do his research I mean, just and then get his own questions. Full of like hard questions. I could fully sketch up like my own like relevant do one and now. current do questions. One now. Yeah. Well, I mean, what's a good one? Who switched varial flip in a line? The pit. I don't know the, the pit. The when pit. when's this? In a line. Oh, Martin plays pit. Switch Vero. In was a it, line. Was it? Let's press, let's Joey. Press button. No, no, it was it was Chima. Chima Ferguson. I was, was going to say when was this because I thought it would be Chima. You know it's it, it's 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 new and it's on Instagram. Yeah, it's fabulous. Yeah. Did you yeah. know Joey's got a pit pass? Do you know what that is? Nope. Yeah, didn't he get like oh. an award, an award oh, for no, it? No, oh, no, no. Oh, he got a, he got a, a ring. ring. Yeah, yeah, the ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, there's the Martin Place pit. It was like an amphitheater. It's not there anymore, but well, it is there. But the original one was like a full oval shape, and Joey would just skate in that, like all day, every day, and do half gap heel flip nose slides, like the best you've ever seen Gee. on replay. And um, yeah, man, he got the pit pass. So it's kind of like. What Mavs is to you guys. That's yeah. what it was. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Jonah needs happened. to get a ring for Mavs. Hey, should we make yeah. like... We, should, we can make it out of trash. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> all the broken glass on the floor at Mavs yeah. will make Melt a ring. It. Melt it down. We can forge Melt it in the minds of Warrior. All the Mavs OGs also, get on. Joey is the king of Fez. Do you reckon, do you reckon Marlon, Joey's the king of Fez? The king of Fez. Not yep. Keza. <laughs> oh, Ooh. controversial. Ooh. No, no, no. Keza's good. Keza's good. Take that, Keza. Damn. Keza. Render is king of town hall. <laughs> yeah, Render is the king of town hall. Damn straight he is. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now listen, Marlon's gonna wrap us out. You guys, I'm like, I don't want your cement. Doc. Okay, here we go. Marlon's wrapping us out. Let's go, Marlon. That's right. It's time to wrap. This time it won't be crap. Joey's doing a switchback tail. I can read it braille. Do a crail grab. My water. I'm 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 a, I'm a cancer, so that's a crab. Don't stop, don't stop. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. No rhyming flab. Oh, yes. My lyrics are bottomless. I'm not anonymous. SSBST. I don't know what rhymes with anonymous. SSBST. Pominous. Rough. Damn. Articulate. The next gen, everybody. Thanks very much. Let's give them a round of applause. Thank you. Thank you. And from the words of the great Ben Laxton, let's oge. Let's oge. Hey. hey, so before we kick off the podcast, I just want to talk about getting your morning kick in Belmont Coffee. 
Belmont is owned by skaters, barbers, traders, and musicians. They came together with the idea of creating a co-pilot that's next to you on the late night drives, early mornings on the job site, or a midday pick-me-up. Ethically sourced beans in a sustainable can and ready to go when you are. Use the code THT to score a discount at belmont.com. That's belmont, B-E-L-L-M-O-T-T dot com.